You're listening to Good Reporters Podcast, encouraging you to use your platform and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, because good reporters bring good news. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Chris Edwards, a.k.a. Young Christ Like on social media. And today we start up a new episode, for episode eight, new topic being love. Love conquers all. And in fact, honestly, we could just make this a series. Let's be real about it. Love, we can go on for days, we can go on for years about love. And I know everybody, no pun intended, loves to hear about love. And so let's talk about that uh, to begin right here. And so the first thing I want to bring up is that love is such a broad topic. It goes from love for friends, love for family, uh, love for anything. And I know we all just experience Valentine's Day and whether that's controversial for anybody or, you know, as believers, if we should, if we shouldn't be uh, celebrating it. I won't get into that <laughs> that side of it. This, again, is a podcast. It's my thoughts and um, what I feel, certain opinions and also biblical truths. Um, but at the same time, you know, you don't want to get into too much uh, personal things. Everybody has their own convictions. But with this, uh, Valentine's Day was a thing. And no matter what, if you were around, Valentine's Day happened in the world. Um, and people talked about it. People posted. People wrote beautiful posts and did tons of things to just share their love for their loved ones. And whether it's family, more than likely it's romantic. Um, but that's, you know, that's neither here nor there. Whether it was romantic or not, no matter what, it was about love. And so what I want to talk about today is just love. The idea of love conquers all. And that's just going to be the topic idea for the whole podcast series that we're about to do. It's going to be Love Conquers All. We'll talk about romantic love, emotional love, um, family love, brother love, type of type of names for love biblically. Um, and that's going to be exciting. So I think it's going to be very fun to get into that topic. And so let's talk about it. Cause I feel like I'm rambling about absolutely nothing. Uh, first and foremost, if you had gone through uh, just Valentine's Day this this year and didn't have somebody by your side, I want to let you know, first and foremost, that I love you, but that's not as important as the fact that Jesus loves you and God loves you 10 million times more than I ever could. And I'm so grateful that he loves us that way. Like, seriously, it's just, it's just take a moment to kind of stop and think about the fact that we're loved by someone greater than a friend, greater than a brother. Uh, we're loved by somebody in that way. And I think what the enemy unfortunately can do in a time like this, a time like Valentine's Day or anything that has to do with love or weddings and you know excitement and anniversaries, is he can pinpoint those moments for us as to why we feel like we're lonely or why we feel like we don't have anybody. And if you've gone through those feelings, and let's be real, we're all human. If you're going through those emotions, I just want to let you know that God loves you. And that sounds so cliche. Like, let's just let's just let's just be real. It sounds so cliche. Nobody really wants to hear it when they're going through it. But God loves you. And like, that's just I just want to keep it as simple as that. And I'm not going to stay cliche. I'm going to get to breaking down what's the importance of love for us and love in our lives. So first and foremost, God's love, it's nothing like our love. And that's honestly what I've been thinking about this week. Like it was it was beautiful to have a great Valentine's Day. But beyond that, I started thinking about how God's love is nothing like our love. In fact, I started thinking about how I didn't even know or still probably don't even completely know what love is uh, reality wise and how God's definition of love or the definition of love that's in the Bible really teaches me day in and night out how to truly love. And so I kind of want to impart that on everybody. Like, I don't want to just sit here and speak and just say a bunch of scriptures and everyone's just like, why is he just talking scriptures? Like, why is this like a sermon? Nah, we're going to have a conversation. Like, let's talk about it. So for me, 
I personally didn't understand love. So for me, love was always attached to like some sort of uh, idea of just like romance, comedy, love, rom-com, you know, serendipity, if you may, just serendipity, you know, just going to find love somewhere, somehow, somewhere along the trail. And it's like always the same, the same, the same storyline. I mean, it's probably a little different, but for the most part, it's really similar with storylines, you know, oh, somebody was just minding their own business. They were in love one time, their heart is broken now, and they don't want love anymore. They want to focus on it. Maybe they're too focused on their job. Maybe they just focus on healing. Maybe they just don't want love because they don't believe in it anymore. And in some way, somehow, someone comes along the line. That person is a little bit of a jerk. They don't really get along. They're kind of clashing, but you can see they're kind of low-key flirting with each other, even though they act like they don't really care like that. And then on top of that, they move forward, and then they're just somehow, they're I really don't like this person. I don't like that person. And in some way, somehow, they find up, wind up falling in love together. And when they fall in love, it's beautiful. Oh, yay, cute. And then at some point in time, somebody comes up, something happens, something gets unraveled, and then they're just like, oh, no. You know what? That's why I'm just like, pull out like the most random thing on them. They're just like, oh, well, that's why, you know, you, you were never going to make your dreams because you're too scared to jump. And then the other person's like, well, that's why you're too scared to commit. And then they're just like, they go their separate ways. They're back in their hometowns. They're living their lives. And then somehow, some way, they wind up getting back together. Da-da-da-da. Live happily ever after the end. Um, that was a mouthful. But you get the idea. You get the picture. That's, that's, what it's, that's what we've known. That's what love has looked like in the world. And for me, I'm going to be honest with you. I did not, and I'm still learning, but I did not know love because that was my visual of love. That's the world's image of love, and that's how I picture love. And because of that, I grew a great infatuation for love. I loved love, for lack of a better term. And because I loved love so much, unfortunately, it became an idol. And it wasn't intentional. It wasn't something I wanted to do. It wasn't something I was trying to make happen. It wasn't like, let's just go make anything greater to God, greater than God to me. But it's what happened. I'm going to be real. Like I said, this is a conversation. This is not uh, me being better than anybody. This is a conversation. And this is me being real. And because of that, I've made decisions based on just the idea of finding what the world says love is. Uh, but here goes an example. So I'm going to break it down because we got to get to the scripture. That's how. That's the only way we could really do this. So this is what it says in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 7 about love. It says, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no records of being wrong. I underlined that one. I have a tendency just like underlining certain things where it's like that at home, that was personal. And it keeps no records of being wrong. Who does that? Like we don't, we don't do that. Like again, let's get back to the worldly side of everything where we talk about how love seems. Uh, even then I get that little plot person's just like, oh, said something about him. And just like, man, you wronged me. I'm never talking to you again. Like that is an engine. This is NLT, by the way. This is New Living Translation uh, breakdown. But that right there usually makes us kind of back off of people. Oh, well, you wronged me. You said something about me. I'm, a, I'm all right. I'm going to just keep my distance. But biblically, that's not the definition of love. We live in that kind of culture where it's like cut off season. It's time to cut it off. Like You know what I mean? Snip, snip. What's happening? Like you bother me? Snip, snip, snip. And that's not at all what God is talking about here. And that's not at all what the Bible says in terms of love. But that's just let's continue going because that's the part that hits me hard. But it says it does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Man, and, and 
man, I got to stop for a second because that, that hits home for me. And I always question, like, this is a question I even ask, where it's just sort of like, you know, do, does, excuse me, do, does love, if love doesn't last, like, let's say somebody's with somebody, um, they're dating someone and they just don't work out. Is that even true love? Um, that's a question I've asked. That's a question, heck, that's a question that anyone could answer for me as well. But it's a question I've asked, like, if, if love just fails, like, if I don't keep love going or if you end a situation or a relationship or if you move forward, does, does that mean that you don't love somebody? And that's just, like, that's not even a biblical, that's not, I'm just saying that out loud. Like, if that's a question, I guess, that some could answer um, or you could answer yourself or you can think about or ponder about it or ask God about it. But does it mean that you don't love somebody because you've just... You lost faith in them or um, because you gave up on them or, you know, and then again, that then goes to being very subject, subject to the person and situation, because if you're, yeah, I'm just thinking you're hearing my thoughts now, but it's subject to the person and situation, honestly, because giving up is like something had a chance. If something doesn't have a chance and you let it go because respectfully you loved it so much or you loved the person so much or you whatever you you loved so much that you knew it wouldn't work out or you knew this is not the path for yourself and them then it's it's actually I think about it, it's actually wise because it's not giving up it's um it's being it's it's knowing something having the knowledge and then being wise with the knowledge that you have and making that decision so you can still let, okay so I'd, I'd answer for myself I think I believe you can still love um someone and then and then get out of a situation or to move forward but i don't know that you can still love someone and give up um and giving up means it must have some sort of hope it must mean that you can keep going you could or you should keep going that's just my own interpretation that was i don't even know where that came from but let's get back to this i want to create an exercise and this exercise i do this every now and again on the podcast it's very sporadic but this exercise i want to do right now is just close your eyes and think about what you think about when you think about love for me, I already gave an example. I think about romance movies, rom-com and, you know, just cute love stories. And that's what I thought about my whole life when I think about love. And so sitting down thinking about that now, what do you, let's, let's say, what would you say now? Do listen to this definition of how love is patient, love is kind, love is not jealous, love is not boastful or, or, or love is, yeah, not jealous or boastful or proud or rude, um, and it doesn't demand its own way. It's not irritable. It keeps no records of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. Love never loses faith. Um, love is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. What is that? How has your picture changed? Like how is, how is what you viewed of love changed, if at all? And if it has, then glory to God, because I, I believe that we're being fed a picture of love. Not by anyone to disrespect us or to make us, you know, to distort what God is trying to do per se. Uh, maybe the enemy's plots behind the scenes, but by the world. Like, just what we live in, the tangible things we see. We just talked about tangible God uh, last episode. But the tangible things we see is usually where we get our evidence from or what we think or what we believe or what shapes our thought process. And from what we see, um, reality-wise, because of the world, it's more love me because you've done great for me. Phileo love. You know, that brotherly love, the what have you done for me lately love, the, you know, that, these are Greek words that are the phileo love and agape love. And we'll break that down even deeper, uh, knowing that just agape love is the love that 
That's the love that God has for us. It just loves us unconditionally, like loves us no matter what we do. Do every circumstances, like never loses faith, keeps on hope. Like you just, you just turned your back on God. You lost your faith completely. You decided to just go do whatever it is you wanted to do. And you were like, I'll be back. Or you're like, you know what? I'm not going to be back. I hate you, God. What you've done. You took my family. You took my friend. You hurt me. You did all these things. Curse the name of God. You know, just slander Christians, slander believers. And, and come back. And God is still like, you know, no matter what you did, I love you. You know, sort of like the story of the prodigal. It's sort of like the story of the prodigal son in the Bible. And then there was that, there was the brother who was just like, oh, you know, God, why, why are you still, you know, accepting him back? And he did all these things. I've never left. I've been here. I've been living my life. Well, we know the God that we serve is a God of unconditional love. And truly, if we're trying to live every single day the way that we should try to live, we should be trying to live and, 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 and imitate. Mm. Mm. I guess you could use the word imitate. Man, why am I feeling like I'm losing my definition? But we should try to live every single day to be like Jesus and, and to, to do everything on earth that we can to live as much like Jesus did on earth and to have the same love that God does for us, which we will never, ever be able to be that kind of perfect love because that's a perfect love. Um, but what we do try to do every day is to learn how to love better. And so today I bring this up just because I know we think so much about Valentine's Day and loving each other, hugging each other. And, you know, this last week you loved somebody, you were in love with somebody last week. This week, that person, you can't even, you don't even want to talk to that person because they said something weird to you. My question is, can we work on our perception of love? And what is the perception of love that we've been receiving? And how has the world been feeding us something that's not even truly what God is trying to tell us or trying to show us? Knowing that God is love, we must also know that God has a definition of love and God knows what love truly is. This way, we're not sitting here wondering, well, why if this person loved me, did they leave me? Or why did they tell me that they love me? Because unfortunately, as human beings, we are flawed. And unfortunately, as, as the world has been teaching us, as, as fortunately as we receive from the world, we may have a flawed perception of what love is. It's very important to note that love, by the world standards, it's, I mean, it's, it's something that, that confuses us a lot. Right. It's kind of like we we believe we love this person. Last week, we love this person. This week, we hate this person. And then we say there's a thin line between love and hate. But the love that God has for us is not really a thin line between love and hate there. There's a there's a thin line between uh, our acceptance and our willingness to have that sort of love, uh, because we are either like one day we're like, oh, yes, like I should love people. I should forgive them. blah, blah, blah. And then the next day they do something to us and we're like, man, like, you know, maybe I shouldn't be forgiving him anymore. Maybe I maybe my willingness should go down. Maybe like they said this to me. I didn't like that. It hurt me. I'm going to keep that record of wrong today. They said this to me last week. They said it to me last month. Um, and it kind of keeps those records of wrong. So I think there's a thin line between that balance of, of understanding if we should continually go on the path of which God is directing us in which love is is being taught to us. But there is there's no. Like, I believe that love that is explained in the Bible in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 13, that love doesn't give up. That love doesn't keep records of wrong. And that love almost sounds impossible. Like, let's be quite honest. Like, who could look at love and say, man, like, this person hurt me. I'm going to forgive them. You know, this person, this person said something to me. Like, honestly, I'm going to be real with you. Like, I'm a lawyer in my head. And somebody could probably relate to that. I'm a lawyer in my head. You know, you start really making logical reasons as to why things are happening to you. Like, well, this person said this yesterday to me and, man, I didn't really like that. And like, and honestly, they made this point and that point just really didn't make sense. And we have a court case up here. 
like court case going on full time and I'm the judge and I'm the lawyers. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm sitting here thinking like, well, they said this to me. And then, and honestly, like, and I don't hold it against people, but at the same time, I'll be real with you as a human being. I think it sticks here sometimes. And sometimes I'll just be randomly walking down the street and I'll be thinking, man, like, I can't believe like that point that the person made, it didn't even make sense. And, but learning about love and learning what love does in our lives and learning what God wants uh, for our love to be and how our love should be perfect in our lives will never be perfect. But how he wants this love for us to continually sacrifice who we are. And like this love is so sacrificial that daily we're, we're dying to our natural needs, our natural wants, because we're giving God an opportunity to live in us. And that's, I mean, that's beautiful, man. I, I honestly... I don't know. Like, I, like I, I stop right there. And actually, I'm about to end this episode. This episode is going to end pretty soon, pretty early, just because I want to be able to just leave it at a very basic level of uh, the understanding of what love could be and what love means. But yeah, let's, let's stop it right there. Let's stop it right there at the idea of love being simple, love being this thing that we probably didn't quite understand. And let's go into unpacking it in different episodes. And let's go in, because I want to talk about unpacking love. I want to talk about um, the types of love and like getting deeper into them. I want to talk about finding love. I want to talk about just the misconceptions. Oh my goodness. I want to talk about the misconceptions of what love should look like. Because for me, I, I battled with that. I battled hard with that. What I still battle with it at times, still trying to figure out and understand it. Um, but I, I just want to believe for us all today that God will do what he says he will do. But we also have to be in alignment with what he's asking us. And, and if he wants, and we want true love, or if we want pure love and care for one another, we have to understand that that love becomes a bit more sacrificial. It's not just how can you fit me, but how can we coincide and how willing am I to, you know, be able to sacrifice? How willing am I to be able to say, you know what, that hurt me, but I forget about it because you're human just as I am. We're going to leave it there. I mean, that it might have been all over the place. I don't even know. I'm just talking about love. It just hit my head because Valentine's Day just passed. But, you know, let's just leave it right there. And I want to let everybody know that, like I said, God loves you. Even if you had a great Valentine's Day to a terrible Valentine's Day, God loves you. God loves you. I love you as a brother in Christ. And let's just continue to love one another sacrificially, not hating on each other, not you know, being proud, not boastful, not looking down at each other, not keeping records of wrong, but let's continue to love one another and never give up on each other. And so I thank you so much for being here today and for watching this podcast episode or listening to this podcast episode. And I, I just want to remind you not to forget to be a good reporter because good reporters bring good news.